self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i wish that i was happy about anything as much as bill cosby is happy about being in prison bill cosby is happy about being in prison so he say or his spokesperson whatever i mean that's a new that's a new one it yeah had he been talking about had he been talking to the black community about ending up in prison <laughs> ain't that what he been trying to say that motherfuckers sagging they pants yeah. and saying all the hoopity hoop listening to all the rap music with the bibbity bops in it mm-hmm. they gonna go to jail well now he in there he's like it's not such a bad place after all <laughs> garbage anyway we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me mr on point at twitter and instagram at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point and i can be found at red underscore calamity also we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show so if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show you can send it to our gmail account which is conversation con artists at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook conversation con artists and send it to us that way we have a couple of letters this week we does we does <laughs> now we were supposed to have Colin on this week, but due to some issues with timing and travel and testing the sound levels and stuff, mm-hmm. which we didn't get a chance to do, uh, we're going to do that in the future. Uh, but we ready, Colin. We ready. We ready when you are. Um, we ready. I'm ready, really ready for that conversation. We ready. Um, I am. T- I've never talked to him other like other than like little messages. So that'll yeah. be cool to actually be able to have a conversation with him. It will be. It would be a very good. So Colin sent us a letter six days ago. I'm right. Which usually means he's giving us commentary on an episode whatever the to, yeah. This episode got really good really quickly. Episode 170. I think there's a bigger conversation we can have. Hint, hint about people changing. And evolving and also the meteoric rise of the sensitivity and discussion of LGBTQ rights and the rightful normalization of people who are gay, lesbian, transgender or queer in our country and worldwide. We can also talk definitely about Kevin Hart, who is trash, by the way, (laughs) but about how he essentially co-opted the support and issues surrounding the attack on Jesse and uses him as a case study or example for bigger problems of self-perceived persecution or co-opting movements for personal gain. Some examples, men jumping on the Me Too movement, and yes, I'll go there, the Women's March in D.C. after Trump was elected. What about ism is a problem, but of course, so is anti-intellectualism. I have a young lady visiting me this weekend, so if we could record Monday, that would be best for me. Otherwise, look forward to getting on another weekend or even a weeknight this week if you can. Maybe Thursday. I'm out of town for a snowboard trip February 21st through 24th. Snowboard? Colin. All right, Colin. Colin living his best life well, out Colin here, okay? Colin sound like he living his best life. He ain't stopping. I see. And, you know, that's, that's what he's doing. It's kind of ironic that he wrote to us about Jesse and now... <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. whole situation maybe has sh- I, you know, we still don't know for sure, but it ain't looking good for Jesse. It's, okay, it's not looking. Good. It's not looking good at all. But we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. And what do you have any input from that? I mean, that's this is commentary. Um, at this point, I don't remember exactly what we were talking either. about in episode one seventy. <laughs> um. It but, may have been was that the episode where we were talking about uh whether the blackface um and whether or not he was able to make strides. I don't know if that was that episode or not. 
Let me say a lot of shit. <laughs> um, Kevin Hart though, I just don't like Kevin Hart. No. I I I agree with what Colin is saying as far as him co-opting movements just so he can say I'm a victim and mm-hmm. things of that nature. But like Kevin Hart really lo- enjoys letting people know that he enjoys himself. Yes. And that I don't like that. And like and I don't know if that's always been there. And now that he got a super high platform, it like boosted up one of them situations where you say once somebody get power, it go to their head. Like, I feel like this goes to, it's going to his head. Yeah, that's what I would say it is. This wasn't the soul playing Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, poor soul. At man. all. <laughs> but the new Kevin Hart is just different. Like, yeah, they is. had a toast at the, uh, what breakfast was? A bad Boy Reunion Breakfast or something? Okay. It was some kind, it, I don't think it was Bad Boy. It was The Rock, whatever Jay-Z. Rock Nation. Rock yeah. Nation Breakfast mm-hmm. or whatever. I had that wrong enough. But they had a, a toast. Mm-hmm. And Meek Mill was there. And he said something, you know, motivated and encouraging and stuff. And Kevin Hart, they said, does anybody else want to say something? Kevin Hart said, I want to say something. Yeah, I want to say something. If you are not putting yourself in a position to do things for other people, then you are what I like to call a loser. And I'm like, what the, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Like, literally only a small fraction of people that exist get to be in that position. You know, this is not something that everybody that exists can do, so you literally just shitting on people. Well. In this situation. I don't I don't like it. Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin ass. <laughs> That's like a 12-year-old joke. <laughs> yeah, it is. I wasn't going to say nothing, but yeah. I mean, Kevin Fart would have been like more 12-year-old than what I said. <laughs> but Kevin ass. Oh my God! <laughs> what what his middle name is? I don't know that he he may not have one. It's probably ass. Oh God! So it's Kevin ass ass. <laughs> oh my God! Know. Hey, appreciate the thank you, Colin. <laughs> input, Colin, always. Yes, appreciate that. We also got some um, interesting poetry. <laughs> <laughs> from Rockman 3K3. I haven't read them yet. I wanted to read them on the show first okay. to get my immediate impression and reaction to the poetry. Okay. All right. So you read the letter first? I'm going to read the letter okay. for you. Hello, Connor. This is Rockman 3K3 again, and I just wanted to say you guys are doing a phenomenal job as always. I do miss the Poetry Corner, though, and I wish you guys would bring it back. But in lieu of that, I've sent you guys a poem that I wrote a while ago that is a part of my book of poetry that I keep close. Tell me what you think of it, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Please keep conning the conversation and providing critical thinking for the people. Your one and only nerd from the Nerd Play, a.k.a. one half of the greatness, Rockman 3K3. P.S. I actually sent two. <laughs> he did. You can read them both of you and like a choose wondery either way i hope you guys like them like did you choose to add one after you did all of this or did you send two the whole time and was modest at the first part of your letter <laughs> just so you could bust out boom i actually sent two i want to know how that transpired it's interesting i want to see how that how that okay well the first one is criminal eyes i hope you are not That's- admitting any crime or if you are, I hope it is past the statute of limitation. That wasn't the order of the poems. The other one was first. Not in my 
not in my two attachments. The one like if we go from the American way yeah, of looking at things, the down. one on the left. Oh uh, yeah. Is the first one, okay. and the one on the right is the second one. I guess because I look, I saw it on my phone. It seemed like the other one was first. But go so ahead. So do I need to read the other one first? No, I guess it don't really matter. Just go ahead and read criminalize. Criminalize. And is that? Uh, it's clearly got to be a play on the word criminalize because it's criminal space eyes like the ones we see from, not like criminalize like. I don't think it has anything to do with criminalizing something. Well, I, I mean, for the sake of the people listening, I feel like I need to. Oh well, yes, it's Same. criminal. Criminal eyes, not criminalize. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so close. <laughs> they, they are close. I feel like it's on purpose. Okay, crooked and jaded. I still see the real you, but you fail to look at me. You never knew the real me. You only knew who I claimed to be. Unsuspected in a land of the superficial. How could you have known? Fools on parade, hiding in the shades of normality you couldn't possibly understand. The greatest magic trick of misdirection. The settle, the quietness, all delusions with collusions to undermine your perception of the truth. Sing a song for me, singing man, one of lies and deception. Interception of the heart is unnecessary as you never concluded to utilize it. For the judgment of others, for the judgment of me, happily flying through life without a care, do you feel that stare? The same stare you gave me at first contact, but backtrack and refine. Your search of the lost idiosyncrasies that weren't apparent and you will find something much more. Something of lore, something of expected yet unexpected mannerisms of a complex disciple. Of thought and imagination of sophistication and determination. If our thoughts of each other were manifested, I would be an assassin and you would be an innocent bystander slain at the drop of a hat like a sheep whose name I never knew. But you should be thankful. Your inability to seek the truth is both your weakness and your greatest strength. As you're not able to see the real manifestation of one called I, truly, is the pressure of being horribly wrong must eat away at your confidence. The dominance within your soul must be weary at this point for you're defeated in your own right. Never judge the eyes by the lids they wield as you may blink to a different story. Know that all you seek is a facade and the re not the reality of things. For the realism you might find may annihilate all you believe. Pass by me with ease. However, you still don't know the criminal eyes I hide. Go in peace and disbelief. Damn. <laughs> like, like this. He's a fucked up person in this situation. Yes. Well, he, is he? Yes. I mean, at the very beginning, he say, "You never knew the real me, only who I claimed to me." Which means he been on some bullshit <laughs> about who I was. But it seemed like it was in a kind of way that he, she didn't try to get to know him any more than just the surface stuff. I don't know. But well, then the rest of it is like kind of going in on her. If it was just him. I don't think it's going in on her. I think it's like, I think if she's a sheep. And I don't even want to say he's a, a wolf. He's like a sheep herder. <laughs> he's like a border collie. <laughs> <laughs> he's a border collie and he's like hey sheep go this way hey sheep go that way hey you don't really know who I am that's what I was looking like it's like she's just clueless in this and he's like a mastermind of her bullshit maybe cause he said your inability to seek the truth is both, both your weakness and your greatest strength like she ain't even trying to find out but that's why it goes back to I feel like he's saying she never tried to get to know who he was. She just... Hmm. Know. I can see that maybe. 
But I don't know. I can see that maybe. I mean, he'll let so us So what you're saying is this is a story of a man that is not happy that this woman didn't get to know him. Yes. But a part of it to me seems like it's intentional from his perspective. So I don't think the same person that can be intentional about not letting that person know them also criticize them for not getting to know them. Well, I feel like we do that all the time. You, When you first meet somebody, you meet their representative. All of us sent out the representative. And people that want to know beyond the representative will get to know you and, and take the time. But I don't, I don't think that because you sent out the representative, you also cannot simultaneously be upset that they didn't try to get beyond the representative because that's kind of what that's what dating is is getting to know me and wanting to get to know me and wanting to find out the shit that I'm not necessarily. I was like, you can't tie the regular part of yourself up in the closet, throw yourself back there and be like, representative, take this on for good. Like, <laughs> you can't be the representative forever, and if you're not exposing yourself in that way, if you're not allowing that person to get to know you, you can't criticize them not seeking to try to get to know you. Well, sometimes, I don't know, because, like, I can be that way as far as I'm not going to do more than what I feel like is necessary. So, like, if you're not making an attempt, then all you're going to know is surface red. I'm not going to, I'm not even going to make an attempt to, like, put out anything if you don't seem like you want to know it. Hmm. Like I'm not gonna bother if it seems like you just cool with 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 knowing like the surface who uh, on the surface who I am and not wanting to get to know then we gonna be acquaintances and that's cool but I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna force you to get to know me. If our thoughts of each other were manifested, I would be an assassin and you would be an innocent bystander slain at the drop of a hat. I don't know. It seemed like to me he's taking pride in like this position that he's in. He's like. Ha ha, you can be sliced up at any moment. <laughs> and by me. <laughs> like, and you don't even know. You don't even know what danger you in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's how it reads to me. Real G's moving silence like But lasagna. it's like the name of it is criminal eyes. Like, this man, like, he plotting. I guess. He'll let us know. Yeah. And I wonder, is like, when you write, like, is this you? Is this a persona or is this just a contextual situation that you created a person that is not you to be in? Because I've written from all their perspectives. Usually when I write it's from my own perspective. Very rarely have I written from a different perspective than my own or from a different situation than what I've experienced. Because I feel like I'm best. I write best when it's some shit that I've been through or when it's some shit that's coming from me as opposed to like me trying to get into the mind of somebody else. I, I wrote a poem one time, and the dude I wrote about was so garbage. I was like, this can't be me. I'm not taking this on. That's a that's an asshole. It was actually about somebody we know from AUM. Not surprising. He was the one I visualized when I was writing it. Basketball player? Of course. Of course. I mean, who else causes trouble at AUM besides the Sig- Basketball players and, and the Sigmas. Sigmas. Yeah. Which there is high overlap. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> that's criminal eyes. Yes. All right, the next one is called "End of the Page." Oh Lord Jesus! <laughs> okay, end of the page. As I lifted the oh shit, 
as I lifted the knife for the last time, I'm only interested in where this goes from here. <laughs> because, like, this is the first line. Where are we going? <laughs> anyway, sorry for that interruption, Cliff. Rock band. As I lifted the knife for the last time, I asked if it was my time. Forgetting all of the love given to me by my loved ones and friends, my head began to spin out of control, out of fear, out of consciousness. Consequently, I wanted to die and leave everything behind me. The blind me could not see the rage for the depression. The obsession with wanting to succeed and become a more superior me unknowingly introduced me to a darker side. Not realizing all the rejection was of my own complexion of my thoughts that the she love me's, the she hates me's. These bouts of logistics of love were all I had at one time, but I wanted to find greater understanding and then destroy my own standing. I couldn't find my dream, so I went looking for my destruction instead. And in all of the midst of death I saw in my life and all the loved ones I lost and I saw nothing but hell, I saw my family ripped apart with only scattered entails lying before me. After me, I thought the world would be better off. Without me, I thought it would be peaceful, so I held the knife firmly in silence. But then I started to realize how much of a coward I had become, becoming an invalid of the invalid, becoming an invalid, invalid of the invalid. I started to monitor the malice. As if looking for Alice, I began stumbling down the rabbit hole of, of a former life. I was beginning to realize why life was a fight to the finish and that I was losing purposefully. But this can't be me filled with the sorrow of borrowed tomorrows. Had I really ran out of time, as I thought relentlessly, am I losing my mind? Remembering all the pain and suffering I went through in my life, I felt conceited and self-loathed. If I remembered all of the hardships that broke me, and how could I forget the ones that made me? A stronger person, a stronger cliff. Yes, I was abandoned by one half of my parents, but I was raised by the stronger half. The have-nots who gave me blocks of hope. The could-nots who gave me the will of courage. The half home that gave me the strength to hone all my abilities into the skills I need. I put down the knife and I cried at my weakness to defeat this. And then I picked up the pen and began to write. And as I raised the pen for the first time, I confessed to my series of poems but I don't know. Maybe I'm no real poet. Maybe I'm just another serial writer. Okay. This shit started off rocky. Very. It started off rocky as hell. It did. In terms of like humanity because I write morbid poetry and like you can't give that shit to your people. <laughs> like you can't give that shit to your friends and your family because they're gonna be having conversations about you behind closed doors. Like the hell going on, Mister On Point? Indeed, he wrote that poem about stabbing himself with a carrot. Now I know it's just a vegetable, uh, but I mean, if you exert enough force on anything, it can kill your ass. So I think we need to talk to him about I some hate carrots. You so much for this carrot. <laughs> situation it started off rocky i feel like it's kind of one of those things where if you talk to survivors of um suicide that's what that is like it's like or suicide attempts you know they start thinking back over everything and you know you kind of realize things aren't as bad as maybe you thought they were Do you have do you ever have moments where you think like what if I wasn't here? Not like I would like to get rid of myself, <laughs> but like like what if what would be the ripple effect of me not being here? Have you ever thought about like what it would do to the people you care about or the people you love just for not a game's sake, but just has that thought ever came across your mind? It has and Normally, what I feel like is that that thought always makes me feel selfish because I feel like the people in my life would be sad or they would 
they would miss my presence. Not because I mean I'm, you know, this uh, <laughs> this ridiculously amazing fucking person, but because I, you know, the purpose that I serve in everybody's life that I'm in. So I feel like it would be different. Like I feel like, you know, my mom's life would be different because I'm the only daughter that she has out of the four kids that she has. My brothers are crazy. So like that whole dynamic would be different. Um, or like if you weren't here, we wouldn't nerd play government names. None of us would have probably all met each other. We wouldn't have met each other if I wouldn't have got AT&T service. <laughs> Hell. Yeah, but like. I wouldn't have met. You wouldn't have met Shogun and then all of this wouldn't happen. But if you weren't here to even get the AT&T, like none of that would have ever but happened. But think about, you're right. But I, it's like, this is why like I look at stuff like that, like that connection and be like, we were meant to interact for some reason. Of all of the days it could have been, of mm-hmm. all the AT&T people it could have been, yeah. it was just the most charismatic <laughs> one I've ever met. You know, dick energy. He gets so upset when we say that about him, but he got that aura. Like, go do. look at the Rick James skit. The part where they said <laughs> the part where it showed Rick James with that orange glow. Yeah, coming he was off like, of him. you know, that, that is him. Aura, it is him. It is him. He um, got that shit. He has whatever that is. And he's too modest to use it on purpose. But when he get ready to use it on purpose, it's gonna be a situation. But what? like Can the- you imagine if he used that shit on purpose? Like with how his life goes now without him even trying or in denial in denial like if he it's kind of like <laughs> if he realized the extent of his superpower i feel like he would be a he would become a super villain he would be villainous as shit <laughs> at that point like i feel like he'll be like you know we we all get our thing when we're going out to eat and be like hey let's go get some food be like okay is it cool if i bring rihanna <laughs> like, what the hell <laughs> Rihanna are you talking about a person like the Rihanna no don't bring her you can't come like I feel food like is over I ain't hungry no more he would be villainous level like he would go from he would just become a villain if he ever realized but and it's he gets so upset when we like fuck with him about it but it's so true well, i feel like people like rihanna got that aura too like yeah it's we, just, it's well, just and this, we had a conversation yeah. in the group big dick energy is not i mean people get stuck on the dick part it's it's not you don't have to have a penis for that to be for you to have big dick energy rihanna definitely has big dick energy she totally does um yeah, you know that term certain... is offensive. I uh, presume to men with little meats. Well, can you could be can a... a man with a little meat have big dick energy? I guess so, cause it's not about cause I obviously nobody you know, Shogun ain't out here whipping it out for <laughs> so I mean it obviously is not based on dick size. I mean size. clearly it has to be to some degree. It has to be rooted in the idea that I guess if if you have a big meat. <laughs> that there is a level of confidence that comes with that and that I presume is what has deemed it big dick energy well but see here's the the foul, or the the flaw in that I feel like it's gonna be somebody out there who has big dick energy and somebody's gonna be like ooh and then they're gonna realize that the dick part the big part is not they did that to themselves. <laughs> They shouldn't have been making all them presumptions, assumptions, Man, and speculations. 
do that. Oh, he got big feet or he got big hands or like people do that shit all the time with certain shit. So like that happens all the time. So I feel like somebody who thinks that big dick energy requires you to have a, a big dick is gonna uh, come across somebody that's gonna disappoint them <laughs> at some point. Cause I feel like you can, I mean, you can have confidence and be confident. I guess what a, I don't know about dicks, so I don't know. I I don't know how many little dick people are really confident. Four inches is average. <laughs> when I say that, niggas <laughs> get so mad. <laughs> well, not it's five. I mean, who have you so, said that to? Like when I so I took a human sexuality class in undergrad, and I learned that fact, and um. So I, you know, I just started telling people. So, was, so, okay, so you just randomly telling dudes this. Not like dude, this is not a dude that you was about to have a sexual interaction no, with, no, 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 no. and he like around four point nine, <laughs> and you like it's okay, five is average. <laughs> no, that was you gonna been be terrible. involved in domestic violence I after would, that. <laughs> I would have been. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't that. It was. Just like, cause I've always, I've always had like more male friends than female. I don't know why. It just kind of is the way. So like my male friends, I would tell them that, and they would get so upset. Like, no, it's like, nigga, I just, she just taught me this in this class. Like, this is a scientific fact, whether you like it or not. You know what I learned? <laughs> you know what I learned about big meats? <laughs> I don't, I don't from know. From Lexington Steel. <sighs> And I guess from the name, you could presume that Lexington Steele is a porn star. Yes. He is. Yeah. Uh, on an interview, he was saying people act as if there is not an etymological. Now, this is how he talk now. You see him on <laughs> oh, the porn. He like, people act as if there is not an etym etymological origin for the reason that African men have bigger penises than other cultures. He said that the sun, for whatever reason in Africa, has created women that have ovaries that are higher than other cultures and so in order for the seed to be spread appropriately then they have to be and i'm like what kind, what the hell who is this man this is not the porn star that i've watched of my entire childhood what not my entire childhood but over these years why is he teaching me why is he telling me this first of all i don't believe it <laughs> Because if that was the case, all black men would have... No, it wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. Why wouldn't they? Because cause penis is not something... Penis size is not something that would be... Uh, that would be wiped out through evolution. Because it would still be used and it still serves the purpose that it does of, of creating children. Yeah, but if, he, what, if what he's saying is that culturally you know black women have higher ovaries further away <laughs> not black women i mean he was talking about what he was addressing in that dialogue was this idea of the black male being over sexualized because when they saw black males that's what they saw when they went to go pick them up in africa he was saying that it's not and they correlated it with males being over sexualized they didn't look at the region and the geographical uh, nature of why that might be a difference. Why is a porn star? He used to work on Wall Street before he was a porn star, actually. <laughs> so he's he got sense. I'm not. I can't. <laughs> so I didn't I go look it up, know. but I'm gonna look it up now, though. I, I'm gonna go look it I up. I would have to like look that up for myself. I just can't. I don't care where he used to work. I'm not gonna listen to nobody named Lexington Steel. Sorry, not. 
his regular name probably Gary or something well, like. But no. <laughs> I'm just saying. It, I don't know if his reason is, but there is a reason. Like there is a reason that white men compared to black men on average have and Asian men like every like there's a re- Asian men on the very low end of the totem pole in average <laughs> average penis size. Like there's a reason. There has to be a geographical reason as to why, or a cultural reason as to why, or a regional reason as to why it's got to be a reason as to why those differences happen is that it's the same reason that everybody in all these different cultures got different color skins the environment dictated how you were going to develop based on the needs yeah, of the but, of the region but okay i don't know we look, look, look we don't got to go no more deep into porn star knowledge <laughs> than that Thank you. <laughs> okay, we don't have to. And now I'm trying to figure out how we got here. I have no idea. From this man's poem. That was about slit his wrist. I have no idea. Oh, big dick energy. Big oh Shogun. Because you asked Okay. If yes. So I don't think we would have all got together had you not been here because then you wouldn't have gotten AT and T, which meant you wouldn't have met him. There wouldn't have been any other way for me to meet any of them niggas. Like because I had lived here for five years and never you know, come into contact with any of them. So I wonder if I wasn't here. If I wasn't here, you and Cole Jackson would still have been in that pesto at the same time. But he wouldn't have knew who I was by my voice because we wouldn't have had the podcast. He might have tried to holler at you, though. I don't think so. He might have seen them red curls <laughs> and your puppy. <laughs> I didn't have my puppy with me. I was buying stuff for him. Oh, he said he remembered seeing your puppy on Instagram. On Instagram. That's right. But he would never have, like, none of that. He wouldn't have knew who I was. The reason why he even said anything to me, I I later found out. It was creepy at the time. But I later found out because he heard my voice and he, my hair is is I wonder if you would have a podcast. Mm Mm-mm. You wouldn't have a podcast. I would have probably started it like I did YouTube and it would have went the way of YouTube. (laughs) This is what accountability partner does. Yes. Gets you to 172 episodes yes. without missing a week. Because without you, I would have it would have been over with a long time ago. So yeah, he wouldn't have knew who I was. Like we would have been in there on the same day, but it would have just kind of been just the same way I passed by everybody else that I see. We wouldn't have there wouldn't have been a reason for him to say anything to me. And I don't think he would have just said something just cause. I don't I don't think that would have happened. So we would never have met. And even if I had met him, there's no guarantee that I, we would have snowballed into me meeting all of the rest of them because it really wouldn't have been a reason for me to. So this whole little group we have going on wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened. But I do think, I mean, I do think about that sometimes. It's like not in a like a suicidal type way, but like a, it's hard to work with people who are suicidal all the time and for me and not think about like what impact would this make on my family? Mm-hmm. What impact would this make on my friends? What impact would this make on my roommate outside of I pay all the bills? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like me and my roommate close. So that that would be a situation if something happened to me or something happened mm-hmm. to him for me. But like I wonder that sometimes like, yeah, what would be the ripple effect? Like the immediate ripple effects is that like, you know, he got to figure out how to pay the bills and all this stuff. But like, what about with my family? Like, who would it impact so deeply that like their life is messed up now? 
I'm not like that happens. Yeah, that no, happens. Like, yeah. When, if you lose, some people lose people, and they never get back right. I feel like that would be my mom. Like I feel because I'm the only one of her kid. Well, now I can't say that now. My brother living back at the house, but me and her are probably the closest out of all of her relationships with her kids. So I feel like she would definitely feel that void. Like she would feel the the empty that empty spot that I would leave, and I feel like she might go a little crazy. Just because it would be very different for her. So, yeah. But the poem gets to a point where it starts to recognize that, you know, I have things. Mm -hmm. I have people. I have love. But I think that this poem represents the duality that exists within people who are suffering sometimes it's um you know when people want to commit suicide you know there is always a part of them that wants to live Mm -hmm. always that part never goes away i think that it's much much smaller sometimes than it is in other times other times really big survivors a lot of times will say you know they wanted to live I mean, it's at the point where they think it's too late. It's like when they jump off the bridge, as soon as they start seeing themselves going down, it's like, I want to live. <laughs> and no, I know you want to live now, but, now but like you, you yeah. taking the steps. Yeah. But like for somebody that does something that isn't like guaranteed death, when they survive it, a lot of times it's like they re- they recognize at some point that this is not what they wanted to do. And it makes me wonder how many people that are successful in completing a suicide that at that had that moment of like oh shit i don't want to do this but i but it can that can only come with those suicides where you got time to think about it yeah like, like shooting not yourself shooting, you when you jump off to. of something or when you take pills mm-hmm. or something like that 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 becomes a situation where it's like they got time to think about it um and usually if you sit down and if you give yourself enough time to think about you can you can arrive at that place but i think sometimes people because of where they are and how they feel they don't ever get to that place you know what i'm saying because they make the decision too early on in that process and so they never get there um have you ever watched the documentary about the golden gate bridge it's a suicide documentary I knew that that was a issue with the Golden Gate it's Bridge. It's Golden Gate Bridge is where, like, a lot of people. They go. have suicide watch and suicide mm-hmm. hotline uh, phones, like, on there just to try to stop people from jumping off because a lot of people go jump off the bridge. Mm-hmm. And you think that jumping off the bridge wasn't an issue, but, like, depending on how the water works, like, mm-hmm. there's a down current that when you jump down that far, mm-hmm. it pulls you down under the water. And you're going to die. And you're not getting out yeah. of it. It was one man who survived it. He jumped down, went into the water, and survived. Mm-hmm. And the way that he survived was that when he dived in the water, a seal or some local wildlife was circling around his body mm-hmm. that kept the down current from pulling him down. Mm-hmm. And so he came up out of the water, and people saw him, and they came. somebody came and helped him and got him out. Mm-hmm. But, like, a seal was circling around him that kept that current from... You know, coming to me, and I was like, "It's interesting to hear those stories." But like I said, it's it's 
it makes me think sometimes, what if, you know, I mm-hmm. was ever in a situation or if I, not if I killed myself, but even if I was just like a toilet seat from an airplane fell down and crashed on top of me. You and these like point not point zero 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 one percent chance things that could happen. That what happened in that show? Oh yeah, I remember that show. I like that show. She was dead. You know how she died? Yeah, because was it a toilet seat? Yes, it was a toilet seat from an airplane that fell down on top of her body. Yep, and she was in limbo with a bunch of yeah. I like that show. Yeah. Pushing up daisies is such a, a callous mobster type way of looking at it. <laughs> that come from is that phrase originate with like mobsters and stuff? Well, you gonna be pushing up daisies? Well, you don't push up. I think it probably came from the bear, the way that we bury our dead. Like you don't push up daisies. The grave diggers push up. You know what I'm saying? When you clearing the land and digging a hole, like. I'm sure it don't have nothing to do with monsters. I feel like that has something wanna, to do with I don't with... even want to be buried in a casket. Why? I just want to be thrown straight in the ground. <sighs> I done had this conversation with you before. About being thrown in the ground? No, you haven't. I haven't? No. Why do you want to be... I'm stuck in a box, how the fuck am I going to participate in Thriller? <sighs> Imagine how many people was in boxes during Thriller. That was just being on the thing like, hey, something's happening. We're alive, but we can't get out of this fucking box. I fucking hate you so You see through the video, them motherfuckers clawed have, right out of the ground. They started dancing. You want to be buried in the ground because you are in the off chance that some thriller shit happen. <laughs> Why not? Why the fuck not? <laughs> because that's crazy. That's why. Listen, I'm not saying that's why I want to be in the ground. One, I think caskets cost too damn much. Who the fuck idea was it? They was like, hey, I got an idea. Let's Build a community of people that we put in boxes and we put them in the ground and we put them next to each other. That's gonna be the easiest way. Like, well, uh, if something ever happened to the ground, like the ground unsettles or something, the casket's just gonna rise up. That has happened in places, but I don't think it had. I think that came from people wanting to be. You can go graveside. You can go and visit the grave of somebody you love. You know where they buried it with their little whatever, and. From an ID channel perspective, being buried in a ca- in a um, casket helps preserve your body a little bit better so that if a cu- few years down the line, they realize that, you know, the bitch you was with was poisoning the niggas she was with, they can come back and b- dig you up and maybe find out if you was poisoned too. They can't do that if they just throw you in the ground. Your body decomposes a lot faster. If I got poisoned, she got me. <laughs> I don't no evidence. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me in this situation. I don't have her twice. I don't need no evidence. I don't need her to be. She got me. She was good. If she got me, she was too good. Well, but if she getting caught now, she ain't that damn good. If she got me, she was good. What but is yeah, this? my throat's closing up. Ah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. It preserves your body better and. And now people go crazy with these like velvet line and shit. The, the person's dead. They don't fucking know. I'm not finna do all of that. Like I'm t- whatever the cheapest fucking casket is. That's we gonna rock with that because that's crazy. You ain't. They don't know. They ain't. You know they make caskets with music now, where you can choose music to be pumped into the fucking. They dead. Are you crazy? That's silly. That don't make no sense. But 
if Thriller was to happen, it would be good for them to have been listening to Thriller, getting they like dance moves together. Oh, I hate you so much. Do we have another? One? I want. I just want to. I just want to <laughs> live long enough to see some cryo chambers or the Fountain of Youth or some of that shit come about. Mm. I'm not gonna be able to afford it, but mm-hmm. at least I can die poor, knowing <laughs> that rich people can be preserved. <laughs> all right, <laughs> that don't make no sense. But all right, <laughs> we gonna have a society where it's gonna have to be an uprising one day. <laughs> it's gonna have to be an uprising. Like right. if if, oh, if rich people can just preserve themselves oh, and yeah. come back in a hundred years because they were able to freeze themselves and the technology brought them back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. But anyway, I appreciate the email and the poetry, Cliff. It's I like it. I like it. It's pretty good. Uh, criminalize the end of the page. So was that was that all the letters? That's all the letters. Sweet. All right. Oh no, no, we had Michael. something from Mike. That's right. It was just about. It was basically like dialogue between me and him about getting a microphone so that he can we can record with him but you just wanted to mention but i wanted to let y'all know that the uk version of craigslist is called gum tree (laughs) which makes me think of red let me tell you the pathway this is so ridiculous gum tree it reminds me of the word gum shoe which the black lady i don't know her name from where in the world does Carmen San Diego used to call the kids that was on the show? And Carmen San Diego wore what color? Red. <laughs> Red. This so for anybody who listens to our show that ever like, oh, they get down so many rabbit holes, this is why. Because this nigga's mind works like That's this. how it works. <laughs> because when he said that to me, I was like, what the fuck do I have to do with a gum tree? <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense when he explained it. You Weirdly know, Carmen enough, San Diego is just like a where in the world psychopath Wells Waldo. San Diego, <laughs> what a psychopath! Because Wells Waldo is just like, hey guys, I'm just gonna hide in the audience. Can you find me? <laughs> Look, I'm over here. Carmen San Diego is like evading the police, the <laughs> FBI, the CIA. Interpol, she like all over the place. I really feel like she's an assassin. They always show her standing on top of that building looking back with her little red coat coat swinging. swinging in the wind. Like that is everything. Like she's a Russian assassin. Yeah. Wait, what's the origin of the name San Diego? Where's she from? I don't know. San Diego. Maybe that was like a code name for her anyway. Nationality? Is that even a real last name? I feel like that was a code name. San Diego last name. I feel like that was a code name for her, and that it, her name was like probably some. San crazy. Diego means a whale's vagina. What? <laughs> you seen Anchorman? <laughs> this ain't new. <laughs> Oh, you know, yeah. He was trying to impress her. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he said the... San Diego means a whale's vagina. And she said, Nope, it means St. Diego. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I that make when I think of uh Anchorman is when poor Baxter got bunted off the bridge because Carmen San Diego is Spanish. 
She wouldn't get back in here if they build that wall. <laughs> <laughs> she Donald Trump is trying to protect America from Carmen San Diego. <laughs> but Waldo just get to be in here being an asshole though. Oh my God. <laughs> if you have a, a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcarartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Car Artist, and send it to us that way. I watched Abducted in Plain Sight. Okay, you got to tell me what this is. It is a documentary on Netflix about a family. So it's just about one family, like it's not a series of things. No. Well, it's a series of kidnappings that happen within the same family. <laughs> okay. It's about this family in the 70s whose daughter got abducted twice by the same man. Okay. Are we sure they weren't paying? No. They weren't paying him to pick up their daughter to babysit for extended periods of time? No. That didn't come out? No. So he legitimately like had some candy in a van. Well, he had some candy that was sleeping pills, not a van. That ain't no damn candy. <laughs> he said that, it was. Did the 12-year-old take the candy? Yes. When the girl was 12? She was 12. Yes. I was... When I was 12, I wish a motherfucker would tell me some sleeping pills was candy. I'd be like, niggas don't look like no damn candy. And even if I wasn't, I used to take it. I'd be like, damn, this don't even taste like candy. Then sweet ain't got no sugar in it. I'm getting sleepy. What's happening? And then the next day, I wouldn't take the shit because it wasn't candy. Like, he could only give me one motherfucking time. He could only give me one time with that shit. This family was, all of them seemed slow or... The slow level, like can't run fast no or slow like on the short bus on the short the shortest of the buses the okay. level of caucasity okay so <sighs> so these are white people these are white people what are their last name bromberg you bromberg. Look, yeah okay keep going or broberg brom broberg and then the guy also had a his last name that kidnapped the girl had a last name of B2, but I can't remember what his last name was. But, so, this family lived in, uh, in this little city in Ohio, and this man and his wife and their kids moved in, like, in the neighborhood, and they all became friends. And he fell in love with the 12-year-olds in this family. Now, he didn't tell the parents that he fell in love with the 12-year-old. He just started plotting, okay? So, first... The first thing that happened was that he had an affair with the wife. Um, they had a very, I, I don't even remember how long. I think it was a kind of a short-lived affair. And then, and then he had an affair with the dad. <laughs> okay, so he had an affair with the mom. Yes. And then he had an affair with the dad. Yes. And the okay. way that started, and keep in mind that these are the people, the actual people telling the, this story. This isn't like somebody talking about them. This is them telling their own story. That's the only way we're going to learn about these kind of stories. <sighs> this is the only thing, this is the thing that you either die with or you can only tell it yourself. I can't believe they told it. I wouldn't have told it. Because let me tell you how the dad ended up having an affair with this man. I don't even want to tell people about that time that I thought I had to fart, but I didn't. <laughs> it was much worse. <laughs> Why? I don't want to tell people about that time. <sighs> well, you wouldn't. Everybody done had them damn moments. I don't give a damn what you say. Them moments where it's like, oh, I just got a little gas, and you try to push it out, and it's like, oh, 
That ain't gas. That's how I need a toilet. Everybody done had that. Oh, I don't give a I damn. Hate you so much. <laughs> so the dad and this dude, okay, in the car together, riding, and they pull over in this, you know, away from, you know, where anybody can see them. And so the the pedophile was like, I hate my wife. She getting on my nerves. We ain't had sex. And so he looks at the dad and says, I need some relief. <laughs> so the dad was like, so, you know, I reached over. And the dad basically gave him a hand job. <laughs> and that's all. Like, he didn't force, like, the dad, this is the dad telling him. All he said was, my wife, I hate my wife, and I need some sexual relief. Can you help me out? <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Are we dealing with a dad that's all the way gay and a man who is just a little convincing? Or are we talking about a dad who is very little gay and a dude that is just really, really convincing? I guess I and don't, charismatic. I'm not really sure. I'm the way they trying to make it seem is that it's the set the form the latter, not the former. That he was a little gay and that this guy was just so charismatic that he was able to victimize his whole family. He got the wife to to have a relationship with him. He got the husband to have a relationship with him. All of this though is his diabolical plot to get to this twelve year old that he really wants. He did all of this with the goal being a twelve year old. <laughs> so I just you know how bad toxic masculinity has worked on me <laughs> and misogyny and sexism? Like, I don't even want to hold an empty toilet paper roll because it's a cylindrical object that reminds me of a meat that's bigger than mine's. Okay? So I like look at it and be like, no, throw it away. Just get rid of it. But this man, like, I don't even want to hold the cylindrical object, but this man who is married Riding took the, the bait what? to it, give a hand job. Let me tell you something. Okay, if I was riding in the car with my homegirl and we riding and she talking about her man and how she hate him and blah, blah, blah. Because women do that. I'd be like, all right, cool, whatever. I'm going to keep driving. At the point, though, that she looking at me to fucking help her out with this shit, bitch, get out of my car. Get out and walk. Bye. Like, I'm going to put her ass out. Period. You getting out. That's it. How dare you? <laughs> The audacity. You're going to have to put a pistol to my face. <laughs> he literally just asked him. Like, now, I definitely will cooperate because <laughs> I don't want to die. But not because I want to do it. The I, don't dad, know, I don't think I'll cooperate. The dad could. I think I call his bluff. <laughs> Shoot me then. <laughs> Beat your own meat. Do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it like they do in their movies, where they where you pull the gun in your face into your own head and be like, "Do it, pull the trigger." <laughs> Just do it like that. The dad could have said he forced me. He blah blah blah. The dad literally was just like, "Yeah, you know." He just asked and you know, just just went ahead and did it. He's probably not the first one I've given. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Well, so <laughs> this man, so the pedophile who his name was, they called him B. So we'll call him B. So B beat beat my meat. Hate you. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> know what's going on with me today. <laughs> so 
the dad, like, the dad kind of starts feeling like, okay, B is kind of weird. <laughs> kind of weird. Well, I, you know, at this point, we can't call him weird. We can't call him weird at this point. At, at best, we can call him bisexual. B? Yeah. I don't even at think. Best we, like, I don't think we can look at his desire to have a hand job from a man and say that's just weird. That's just sexuality. No, right? I'm not saying he's weird. I'm saying the dad started feeling like B was weird. And so he didn't want B around the kids no more. Oh. So dad goes to work. Mom is at home. B come over and say, hey, can I take Jan to um, horseback riding or some shit? Now, who is Jan? The kid? The 12-year-old. And mom at first was like, well, no. He's like, I'll have her. He gave, she gave some reason why. And he was like, well, I'll come back and get her at this time. It'll be fine. Mom lets her go. B don't bring her back. Dad comes home. Jan ain't there. Mom tells dad what happened. Now you would think, you would think that this family would call the police and report this shit because their daughter's missing but they don't. They call B-Wife. B-Wife come over. They like, we don't know where they are. And this is in the 70s, so it isn't like you could just like hit up cell phones and shit. So, oh, this was in the 70s? This is in the 70s. Okay. It makes a little more sense now. Does it? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why does it make more sense? Because if, you, if, if I'm a grown man in Walmart and a little girl drop her teddy bear on the floor and I pick it up and start to take it over too, I'm getting my ass beat. <laughs> trying to be a good Samaritan. Like today, you can't even look at a child. Yeah. If the daddy of a child see you look in a child's direction and think you looking at that child, the police is going to come get you. And I'm a black man in America, so that ain't going to turn out well for me. True. I just need to cooperate and go with them. <laughs> well, so B, they call B-Wife. B-Wife come over. They're like, you know, we don't know where they are and we're going to call the police. And B's wife was like, no, don't call the police. I'm sure they'll turn up. These motherfuckers waited a week before they called the police and reported their daughter missing. A whole goddamn week. Meanwhile, B then took the daughter to fucking Mexico because the wall wasn't built yet. <laughs> mm -hmm. And married her. But before he married her, this is what he did. He gave her sleeping pills. So when they got down to Mexico, she was already knocked out. He put some kind of a, like a tape recorder or something. And so when she woke up, she hit his recording with a voice saying that we're aliens. And we need you to procreate with a person of our choosing. And if you if you refuse to do this, we're gonna kill your dad, and we're gonna use your sister instead. <laughs> she had a sister. She had two. How old sisters. was the sisters? One younger, one older. But he felt he was in love with Jan. Like it wasn't nobody else for him but Jan. So she believes this. She believes the alien story. B is like out in the little living room part of the hotel room. So when she go, he all beat up and he, you know, he telling her like, yeah, the aliens, blah, blah, blah. Like we got to be together. So he marries her and she believes that this is really what the fuck is supposed to happen. I'm not going to use the whole show to talk about this shit, but it goes down here from this. Long story short, though, they, they get the little girl back. She acting weird, of course, because she was told not to say anything about the aliens and all of that shit. 
The wife has a second affair with this nigga. After all of this. Yes. <laughs> and he ended up abducting this child again. And this time she was gone for way longer. And he had it like enrolled her in school in California and all kind of shit. So at the end of the documentary ended with him finally in 2003 being convicted. I don't even remember what the, the charge was, but he took the cow's way out and killed himself. So he died. When I tell you this was the most fucked up documentary I've ever seen in my life, like to the point where I was Googling shit. I was like, this can't be for real. This cannot be a true story. There is no fucking way that anybody is this stupid there's no way you as a therapist will appreciate this part after he had i think it was after he abducted her the first time he was supposedly when he got help his he told this family that he needed to sleep in the bed with their daughter four nights a week because his therapist told him he needed to do that and journal how he felt sleeping next to her was this a Mexican therapist? <laughs> I don't. He never. He never said. But they let it happen. They they believed him. It was like, all right. So for like four weeks, he slept with their daughter. I don't want that last statement to sound mix uh, racist. I don't know why you was. Why? Where were you going with if they were Mexican? Well, they let him get married in Mexico. They oh, let him marry yeah. a twelve year old in Mexico at twelve. Yeah. So I imagine that marital counseling in Mexico can involve a twelve year old. <laughs> <laughs> so no this was back when he got in the states like his own personal therapist dealing with his own personal issues said that he needed to sleep in the bed with her and the fucking parents bought it like when i tell you these were the two dumbest mother i just maybe he didn't tell the therapist it was a 12 year old it, it maybe no he damn, said my wife it wasn't no therapist he lied he didn't go to no damn therapist maybe he did <laughs> That nigga didn't go to no therapist. He just look at the point that you didn't been able to get the dad to give you a hand job. You know you got some patsies. You know you can tell them whatever the fuck you want to, and they gonna buy it because they've been buying it. At that point, he knew he could do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Was that the only thing that happened with the dad and the, and him? I don't think so because the reason I say that is when they brought the little girl back when they called him the first time, and he was they had brought charges against B. His wife came over at one point and said, if y'all don't drop these charges on my husband, I'm going to tell everybody about the homosexual relationship that your husband has had with my husband. So I feel like it was more than just a hand job. And I mean, does a hand job itself qualify a, a homosexual relationship? I mean, you got to think about in the 70s, I'm sure, by community standards, it would have. Absolutely. Yeah. Two men wearing the same shirt in the 70s was a homosexual <laughs> relationship. <laughs> but they, like, at this point, your re your reputation is more important than your... They let that shit ride. Like, they dropped, they dropped the charges because he said that shit. Like, you really going to let him blackmail you with this shit, bro? I, this... Oh, when I tell you, it was... I couldn't stop watching it. I hated it, but I couldn't stop watching it because I wanted to know how it ended. And so I'm sitting there mad for an hour and a half. <laughs> I hate that word. What word? Blackmail. Why? Because the, the, the level of shenanigans that's going on in here, it, it really should be white male. Like, I really feel like the word should be white male. Like, don't make me white male you, which is essentially fuck your life up because colonialism, you know, British Empire. That's the, what they did. White the mailed, level, they white mailed America. The levels of they white mailed everybody. And it's like the levels of and let me just say this. 
I'm not gonna sit up here and act like black families don't have bullshit because black most of the time in black families it's a relative that everybody know about but don't nobody really just ain't gonna lock his ass up but they just don't is they are them kids in there with Bill get them girls out of there with Bill <laughs> like that's what we do we don't but so I'm not gonna act like we don't have you know some issues with pedophilia within the family but this this whole thing was so fucking ridiculous <laughs> my god <laughs> like at no point did these parents think about their daughter they both was trying to save their own ass <laughs> like <laughs> and i you know one of the things they kept saying is that they had never heard of like a grown man being interested in a child and so they didn't know about pedophilia i don't give a damn if you don't know the terminology to put to it you know if a grown man got too much interest in a fucking child i don't i mean i just it's the 70s though i don't care <laughs> they don't have they didn't have that knowledge they had they was trusting a lot of people they they that was maybe because i'm black time. and i just i feel like i have this <laughs> this certain community level was of, worse with that junk back then what you have is a 2019 understanding of how we deal with that issue in 2019 in the 1970s, nobody was like, you don't let your kids play outside by themselves. No. In the 70s, they let you go outside to the street like. Okay, but listen, this we're not talking about like that kind of basic shit. We are talking about a grown man that told this family he needed to sleep in the bed with their daughter. This was after. Like, he built up to that lie. But it shouldn't matter you how can you build up to that and the parents be cool with this shit because he banging one of them <laughs> and at least getting handy jays from another one it is content he built these relationships in order to get to be able to tell lies that are not really believable but will be believed based on what's going on currently i just feel maybe and again maybe it's because you know 2019 whatever but even if i have an affair on my husband with a nigga he is not going to then be able to come and tell me that he want to sleep in the bed with my child like i don't give a fuck about me fucking you this has nothing to do with that like i have no concept of this <laughs> this makes no sense take to me. your brain <laughs> at its functional level and take 75 percent away <laughs> you will be surprised at what you will try to eat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> with a spoon that should be eaten with a fork. I just. I mean, it's like they don't this have like all that dog marbles. levels of intel. You know how dogs have the intelligence of like a two year old? This dog levels of intelligence. That, I don't think so. Am I being too harsh on the dogs? Yeah, I bet a dog won't eat no damn pill that you call candy. He gonna spit that Hell shit right no. the fuck out. Listen, let me tell you something. When I when my dogs need to take medication for some shit, do you know how hard it is to get these niggas to take this shit? Even if I put it, they have these things called pill pockets, with which are like treats that you mold around the pill. Can't Remy don't really do that. Kingston, Kingston will eat. He will. He'll taste it and be like. This tastes funny. And then he will eat around and eat the treat and spit the fucking peel out on the ground. You know how enraged that makes me? Do you 
know if we if we had the sense of smell that dogs have, we'll know that pills actually smell like trash can juice, and we would never take pills. We would just die. That nigga, I it took me the longest to find something that would work because he would. I, at what one point, <laughs> I was having to take it and throw it in his mouth and close his snout. <laughs> Where he could, where he couldn't do nothing but swallow and had to swallow the pill, cause it it, it it got so bad he wouldn't take the medicine. He would it don't everybody go, oh put it in some peanut butter, put it in some cheese. He would eat around whatever the fuck it was and spit the pill out. So yeah, he and maybe I am being too harsh on dogs. They do have a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, dogs got more sense. You can train dogs to do stuff, and they will do it, and they won't do no more extra shit. They won't, and they won't get taken for no fool either, especially <laughs> by no damn stranger. They'll bite a stranger in the ass and You're come right. back to you. Yep. Dogs are smarter than this family. <laughs> the dumbest dog is smarter than this family. <laughs> I don't even know what a dumb dog is. A little derp a derp. Moon moon. <laughs> you heard of moon moon? No. He's a he's a mean dog. Oh. Let's see if I can find a picture of Moon Moon. Oh, God. Moon Moon is a representation of a dog that is stupid. Oh, poor Moon Moon. Moon Moon have Moon Moon living his, his best life. Moon Moon, how you know? Moon Moon was out here being a meme. He ain't getting paid for I that. I feel like the stupider you are, the more, <laughs> the better your life is. <laughs> this is Moon Moon. See, he don't look <laughs> stupid. He just looked like a like uh oh, uh, what did it breed? Um, ah fuck, a husky. Husky. He just huskies are just fucking crazy. <laughs> Moon Moon don't look slow. He just look crazy. Like huskies are they talking shit? Like as slow as this dog look in this picture, <laughs> that family is still below that. Is uh, what I'm saying. You know, if you want. To go, like I and I normally don't like talk in depth about like movies and stuff because I don't want to ruin it. But I feel like this some shit that even if you with me telling you this, when you watch it, you still even though I didn't told you this, and even though you know this what's gonna happen, I feel like you still gonna be in your house like what the fuck? Like when you see it for yourself. Listen, if you listen to this part of the podcast, do not watch this documentary. <laughs> watch the Umbrella Academy instead. You're welcome. <laughs> I thought that fire on Netflix was crazy. Have you hadn't watched that one either? Not interested. Okay, well, there is a part in there that was real crazy. Where the part about the man sucking to... gonna suck dick for water. <laughs> water is free. Not if you in a on a um. He they they it was stuck in customs. So to get it out of customs, <laughs> the dude over the fire festival was like, hey, man, I need you to take one for the team. <laughs> you know what the craziest, because I've heard this part because the dude became a meme and everybody, but you know what the craziest part about this is? The dude who asked him to do that didn't even conceptualize paying for the water. No. The first thing he said, thought in his head was, you know what? We can get that from sexual favors. <laughs> That's a good idea. This is why shit like this is why he finna go to jail. Well, no, he didn't have the money. Like at the point that this had happened, this was like three days away from the fire festival supposed to be. They ain't have nothing the way it was supposed to. He had used all the money, didn't have no money. So he 
probably would have paid for it had he had the money, but he wasn't able to pay for it. So for him, it was like, okay, I can't pay for it, but we need this Evian water though. So what I'm going to need you to do is I'm going to need you to go and get fresh as possible. And I need you to go over to this custom agent's house and suck his dick <laughs> so we can get this water. <laughs> and I thought that was crazy until I watched Abducted in Plain Sight. And now Fire Festival has dropped in the level of craziness that they let this white man. Ain't no black man ever in nowhere would have been allowed to do all the shit that this this white man did in fire festival like if you watch that documentary the shit that he was telling folks and they was just rocking with it because okay like wasn't nobody checking shit wasn't nobody like let me see some evidence of what you saying people was just throwing money at his ass they was on that r kelly i ain't checking your id type shit <laughs> basically mm. just throwing money at him no boy no so i just had to talk about that because i was I just, I'm still shell shocked, and I watched this shit last week. <laughs> so yeah. You know what? Oh God. Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. came up with a deal with the NFL. Okay. An undisclosed deal. So the lawsuit was going on about them colluding against him to keep him out of the NFL, and of course, in recent days the nfl settled that it's like we don't want to go through that let's just settle Mm -hmm. and kaepernick got a sum of money for it Mm -hmm. the only thing is imagine he can never talk about this ever there gotta be some kind of conditions oh yeah so i imagine we'll never see that settlement number or how much he got or or what's written in it or how it's gonna change the nfl or whatever sure it came with a gag order i'm sure it did but I wonder if that means he's gonna be able to talk about the NFL at all. Like, will he be able to talk about that any in any of these like speeches he give or anything? I wouldn't imagine that he wouldn't have agreed to if it was just all encompassing where he couldn't talk about shit. Ever. Like if the NFL came into the room, like Birdman came in Breakfast Club. <laughs> is we finished or is we done? <laughs> and I like keep my name out your mouth type situation. <laughs> that kind of energy, like. I wonder. I don't know. But just like clockwork, when something like this happens, here comes all the critics saying he sold out, basically. But do they they not realize that the end result of this trial, had, had they not settled out of court, would have still just been them paying him some money. How did he sell? Like, it's not like it, they, the NFL was going to get shut down behind this shit. They would have had to pay him money still. I guess the assumption is that Colin Kaepernick was using his platform to speak out against the NFL. And because they gave him, because presumably they allowed him to not criticize the NFL anymore, that that's selling out. The problem is he was never criticizing the NFL. He was criticizing systemic injustice in America. And he was criticizing the rules that the uh, the NFL had and the subsequent actions they took against him for doing what he needed to do to speak his mind. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, it's just a situation where I don't like when in our society where we, it's like we 
always try as a, the black community we always looking for some problems mm-hmm. you know i just it's just a split bunch of split different people groups like like we talked had a conversation about the jesse williams types then the david banner mm-hmm. types then the umar johnson types like everybody's trying to get to the same destination but albeit we all have different journeys Mm-hmm. To get there for our own, from our own perspective of how to get there, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, uh, post Mecca Malcolm X had uh, similar destinations, but the journeys and the ways that they thought that you get there were different. Yeah, you know. So it's like I just don't understand why people are so like. At the end of the day, Colin Kaepernick ain't nothing but a football player. Mm-hmm. That's what he do. Like I don't know if he got a degree. I know a lot of football players don't come out with degrees. That they can do something else other than football. Like, it's like, well, football didn't work out. Guess I'm going to go be a doctor. <laughs> You're going to be an adjunct professor at some university wishing that you was playing football with the young boys. Basically. You yeah. know? And so, I just want to speak on that for a minute. Um, but, man, it have to be a large mon- a- amount of money, oh, man. Oh, sure it is. Well, because they what they're going to have to do, it will have to be enough to compensate him for him not being able to play which was his the way he made his money you know what i'm saying it's the yeah. same way if you sue your employer it it, it it would have to be enough to compensate him for the time that he hasn't been working essentially his lawyer is saying that he's absolutely interested in playing in the league and i think a lot of people are like that's a big part of why they saying he sell out but like i think the objective was always to be able to play in the league in the league he didn't quit they just didn't resign. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't like he was like, fuck this injustice of the NFL. I'm quitting. I don't know why. Again, I don't know why that would be the expectation of people when that's not what happened. He didn't leave. He got, he kind of got um, blackballed from the NFL and didn't no team want to pick him up. There's a difference between him just quitting, which never happened. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, there is, and the only reason I want to talk about this is just this toxic, max, toxic, it's hard to say, masculinity, and just the entitlement that some men feel they have to women in general. So there's this, this, uh, you don't m- own me. <laughs> there's a me, I don't know what you would call it, going around where this girl posted a voicemail that she got from a guy. She gave him her phone number. He texted her. She didn't respond. One time. One night when when he first gave when she first gave him the number. And this, I'm gonna play it. This is the uh voicemail that he left her. Hey, this is Melvin. I texted you last night. You never responded back. Um if you didn't want me to have your number, then why did you give it to me? That was kind of like dumb as hell. You seem like you're one of these little young, dumb-minded brides. You got your little rinky-dink minimum wage job at Marshall's, and you think you're the bomb and ain't even a firecracker wearing wigs like you some 90-year-old lady with no hair. I mean, I thought you had a nice face and body, but beyond that, there's so many chicks in San Diego with that, and I got plenty of them, so i'm not about to be chasing you around i mean unless you're mentally retarded or something normally when somebody calls or texts you that you gave your number you respond back so i guess you're too retarded to realize that so i'm gonna just go ahead and delete your number nigga what <laughs> what 
like first of all you get this in your feelings because i don't she didn't respond to one text message from you and this what is what killed me this is what has always killed me about that dude who will come and try to holler at you and when you decline even in the nicest of ways then he want to say well you bitch you wasn't that cute anyway but you walked over here my nigga like what are you talking about you came over here for a fucking reason but now because you in your feelings now you want to talk shit now she work at marshall's oh now that's a big deal oh she got on a wig you got her number based off of all of those things so how can you now come back and try to act like oh your little rinky dink job and oh your wig like you're 90 like nigga what the fuck this and this is why like i don't give a lot i don't give my number out very easily like i just because i don't want to deal with shit like that and you never know when you gonna have somebody that's gonna be crazy and this is the reality that women live in this is the reality i talk about this all the time like it's certain shit that women go through that men will never understand it's the i get my car keys in my hand before i start walking towards my fucking door so that i can get on in i don't want to be at my car door rambling around in my purse looking for my keys because i don't fucking know what's going gonna happen like there are things that i do that men don't do because they don't have to worry or be concerned about shit and so i should be able to give somebody my number and be busy and not text you back immediately and you not lose your fucking mind and call it what that voicemail was it was indicative of a lot more about him oh well yeah than it was about her oh yeah elvin used the word retarded a couple of times <sighs> that you know projection <laughs> um, that's probably you. Uh, and it's a sense of entitlement and mama issues that come with that kind of junk. <laughs> like, like you're not entitled. She gave you her number, and again, it, and it don't even matter if she gave you her number and she never answered or responded. That still does not give you the right to call and leave no voicemail like that. You know what I'm saying? Like. Take the fucking hint and move on. It's, it's you saying it ain't a big deal. It's all these chicks in California, and you got plenty of them, my nigga. Well, then why you on my phone with this shit, bruh? Man, sound like Larry from the Players Club. <laughs> That's what that is. He going to be sitting outside watching her come on, leave work, and follow her home. Oh, my God. Because he's really crazy. <laughs> he's got problems. <laughs> Sir, just don't. Just don't respond back it's okay it happens like again i get it's not even i could see you kind of being maybe upset like if you really was like feeling her or whatever and you were like looking for okay but like it, it should never be that deep where you call and just insult everything about her when this the same shit that had you wanting to get her phone number in the first place if you got a problem with women that wear wigs the fuck you ask her for her phone number for if you got a problem with women that don't have a career that's working in marshall's the fuck you ask her for her phone number for like you knew all of that shit yet you asked for her number but now because you're not getting the response you want now all of a sudden she's unworthy or she's beneath you or she's all of this shit like nigga bye Bye. Clearly, he spent that voicemail convincing himself 
that he was valuable and that she was the one that was worth nothing. Because you know what? He didn't have a mama to hug him. He didn't have a mama to love him. He didn't have a mama to say, hey, you want me to kiss that little boo-boo Elvin? No, he didn't have any of that. So in order to convince himself that he's worth something with women, he has to, by comparison, break them down and it make them feel like something. But what it should make you feel like is garbage, trash can juice from the lowest, dirtiest trash can. I hope she realized she died. I'd have been happy as hell to get that voicemail because what that let me know is I just dodged the fucking bullet, bro. And at this point, I feel like every woman should wait one day <laughs> after they give a number. I feel like every single woman should wait one whole day before you answer, before you text back, before you respond because you need to get rid of the Elvins. You need to go ahead and filter them out of the situation as soon as you can because Elvin exists <laughs> oh yeah okay in bulk he does. like our society got the sam's club of elvins out here <laughs> fucking costco <laughs> level elvins out here you can get 12 elvins in one goddamn place <laughs> if you're in the wrong kind of place true like i hope she just knows she does the bullet and that this was a blessing for you to realize oh okay you crazy crazy all right you know it's funny that dodge the bullet is an is a old saying when the Matrix didn't even come out until the 90s. <laughs> who, is do, who was dodging bullets before the Matrix? Who is really realistically in real life dodging bullets? Fast enough to dodge a bullet. How, I don't know. How is that an old saying? <laughs> Who's, who has ever dodged a bullet? I really want to know. This saying has been around too long and guns have been too fast and too powerful to believe that people have dodged bullets enough out here for this to be a saying. <laughs> Don't make sense. I wonder what the origin is of that saying. You think they had the bullet, the sex toy back then? No, they did not. They didn't have the bullet no. sex toy. Okay. Is there anything else that could be a bullet? Other than an actual bullet? No. Not, especially not considering how old that saying probably is. Yeah. Nothing else was called a bullet but a bullet. So, but yeah, I just wanted to share that to one say to women, look, if you meet a dude like that, please do not let that make you feel no kind of way because he is fucking crazy. Dodge that bullet. That's all you did. And for men, please don't be that dude. Don't be Elvin out here. You are not entitled to the time of women. You just not, bruh. You not. Be Elvin from the Cosby Show. <laughs> Don't get you a regular job at Trader Joe's when things ain't working out because you know what? You willing to put in the work between the success. Be that Elvin. Don't be this Elvin. This Elvin is garbage. This he, Elvin yeah. is... It's going to get his just desserts, he which is. I don't know why they would use the word desserts to correlate with something that you get that is bad. Don't Same make way sense. I desserts are delicious. And eat your, have your cake and eat it too. Don't make, make no damn sense to me neither because of exactly. course I'm going to eat the shit. I got it. I oh, got it because I wanted to eat it. cake and eat it too. Yeah. Yes. I do. Yes, I do. That's why I ordered this cake for I me like, to eat it. Eat it. <laughs> the fuck? I made it so I can eat it. Why would I make it and just let it sit here? The fuck? That never makes sense to me. That saying never made yeah, any sense to me. I don't get it. Um, what am I talking about next? Let's see. Let's go a little bit different. Florida man who makes eighteen thousand dollars a year mistakenly gets nine hundred eighty thousand tax refund and buys a Lexus. 
This nigga got a million dollars almost, and what he decided to do to go out and buy was a Lexus. Now, what we know about him buying that Lexus is that he is at least 48 years old. <laughs> because Lexuses, or is it Lexi, whatever it is, they have gone out of style. Now, I don't even know one. I ain't, I ain't heard the word Lexus in a long time. But surprisingly, a lot of school principals in Birmingham got Lexuses. That's- Guess how old they are? <laughs> Probably about 48. <laughs> Because for them, that's a luxury vehicle. I mean, Lexus, like a Lexus is not cheap in comparison to some other vehicle. And it's still a luxury vehicle. It is a luxury. But like you got a million dollars. 980000 is $20,000 away from a million. You bought a Lexus. <laughs> I mean, I guess. And then why... <laughs> Why don't this shit say about stocks and bonds? Like, if you gonna if you gonna mess up a million dollars, at least do something where you can flip it, cause you know they're coming for their money. They coming for the money. Their Lex is finna get repoed. Flip that money, bro. <laughs> Like a Lexus? What would Go I do? Go find a neighborhood drug dealer and say, if I give you $100,000, what can that turn into? <laughs> and how soon can I get back the 100000 one, you're going to get killed. Yeah. So don't do that. But like, Accurately. find a way to flip that money and make that money work for you. I, I wouldn't even, because I, I know that the government don't play by their fucking money. Like, if that shit happened, that money going to sit there. I don't have to do shit with that because I know they coming for it. They coming for it. There ain't no way. There's no way that this is the correct amount of money I'm supposed to get back. <laughs> I'm going to cash it and put it in my bank account, and I'm not going to spend any of it. And I'm gonna give a time frame to which they need to contact me, or I'm gonna spend this money. They, I mean, they oversight was already bad in the first part. What if they oversight is bad in the second part and they don't catch it? What if? Could you take it and put it in a savings account that draws interest? It take too long. Yeah. You need a quick flip. Yeah, but like, it it takes a long time, but that amount of money, even if like it's, it's so many this percent a month, that's still more than what you gonna have. If if it I is. can keep it out for a month in my savings account and then give them their money back, but keep the interest that I accrued on it, I mean that's better than not having shit when they get it back. Cause they getting it back. <laughs> Make no. <laughs> Make no mistake, they gonna come get that. Damn, shit. he twenty nine. Oh, he twenty nine about Alexis. The Lexus was fifty thousand dollars. Lexus is a luxury car. Like, I get. I know. I, it's you know, it is a luxury car. But he twenty nine and he bought that's still odd. A twenty nine year old, I would expect to go get something else. A Bugatti. He grew up with his uncles. <laughs> Same uncles. They he like Cole Jackson. He like Cole Jackson. I feel like Cole Jackson would do that. He do. Like because I mean I say he do But he grew up with his uncles Yeah but that's why I'm saying I feel like he even at 29 Would have went and got Alexis Cause he grew up with his uncles I feel like when you grow up with your uncles And older people You use words like scram <laughs> And rigmarole Hey I say rigmarole I do say that well, sometimes You an old person <laughs> You an old person In a younger person's body <laughs> You gonna eat sweet cornbread? No, I don't. You are very, very rigid in your ways of branching out to new things. I am. Well, foods. 
Like I do other stuff. I went zip line. I do other, but like food, no. I got a very I my go palate. Zip, I can't go zip lining. Why you can't go zip lining? I'm, I weigh too much. I think as soon as I land, both of my ankles gonna turn to dust. <laughs> they gonna just the poof. Pa- you listen. The lines are like ten, a thousand, however many thousand pound test line. Like you would be fine. Now the landing, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm not. saying. The landing. That's why my ankles will turn to dust. As soon as I get to that ground and both of my ankles hit at the same time, it just powder just gonna fly out of my pores, and y'all gonna be like, "Oh shit, his ankles go." <laughs> Yeah, because, like, the guys, we went when we went to Tennessee, and they hit the brake, so, like, to slow you down, but even with them slowing you down, there's still so much momentum that it is like a oof every time you land on the platform. <laughs> so, yeah, your ankles will probably stop. But I do branch out, just not my food. My palate is very specific. <laughs> and I've had sweet cornbread. That's how I know I don't like it. I had it, and I was mad as fuck because I – was in college, had never heard of Jiffy Mix. We made like this potluck. Somebody brought the cornbread and I was like, what the fuck is this cake shit that you made? And they was like, it's cornbread. No, the fuck it isn't. This is cake. You just need some icing. What the fuck? That was when I first, my mom made cornbread from scratch. So I, we, I never even knew what Jiffy Mix was. I'm not even exaggerating them. Like when I got to college, I fig- I found out what it was. And I immediately did not like it. <laughs> I was mad as fuck because then I had to eat my food with no bread because I ain't finna eat this cake. The fuck? Jiffy mix. Whatever you say. <laughs> Whatever you say. Um, let's see. Mystical's gonna be out here with his dick in his hand again because. I hope not. <laughs> he's I don't been released. <laughs> he's been released from prison after posting a three million dollar bond in a rape case. Where he get three million dollars from? I'm sure he got money. And you don't have to have three million dollars. You gotta have ten percent. So what did he get what would thirty thousand? Ten percent of three million three hundred thousand. Where'd he get three hundred thousand dollars from? He got three hundred thousand dollars. From what? What has he done since Shake Your Ass? Anybody who has ever been an entertainer can go do shows and make money. But he been locked up. He ain't doing no damn show. That don't mean he was broke when he got locked up. I guess. I mean, damn. Oh, wait. No, this. He was finally he was finally able to scrape scrape together the three million dollars needed for his bond was three million. He didn't have. I guess he could because they can tell you that it's the whole thing. So you mean to tell me that three hundred million is the amount? Well, what's three million ten percent of? That's three hundred thousand, but I'm saying they can they can set it to where you cannot do the percentage, where you have to pay the whole thing. Oh, he apparently had to pay the whole thing because that's why he been in jail for so long because he didn't have three million dollars. But he finally got a, together three million and it's made that shit. Bond. Mick Mill was talking about what? Where it's dudes in jail who couldn't scrape together yeah. twenty dollars, and they've been in jail for that long, waiting for their court date. When $20, $100 could have got them out, they didn't have nobody to get it from or no way to get that. Well, like I said, um, the first time I realized that that was... Because I, I always thought that anybody who had a bond could like get a bondsman to do that. But like, there are situations where you have to pay the full amount where you can't do the, the percentage. And so I don't know if it's because he had a rape case. I don't know if it's because he's a rapper, but he was not able to do the percentage. So he had to do the whole three million. 
Um, he was released from a Louisiana prison after he was able to get the money, reportedly a combination of an advance for a new recording deal and money raised by his family and friends. Mm. Well. Um, he got kids? I mean, I'm not surprised. I yeah. guess. Rappers don't wear condoms. He'll be free into his pending trial. So. Let's tell him when that'll be. Yeah, because it'd be a long time out, but. I, and hopefully he won't be out here with his dick in his hand because if he is, he going back. Remember, <laughs> put my foot in your ass. Be cool. Yeah. Ain't nothing cool about what you're doing, brother. <laughs> rape. When I heard the that he the first because he done had multiple rape cases, but when I heard the first one, that was my immediate thought was that song where he opened the song up. I came in with my dick in my hand. <laughs> what kind of line is that? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Jesus. I guess this was the brothel. I went because I don't know where it would be appropriate for you to just bust up in the door <laughs> with your dick in your hand. No idea. <laughs> oh, and then to be threatening people immediately after that. Don't make me put my foot in your ass. Be cool. I know I got my dick in my hand, but don't nobody get upset. Tell that bitch to be cool. <laughs> Say, honey bunny, be cool. Be cool, honey bunny. <laughs> oh, God. Mystical. That was another one of those songs that I w- was listening to, and I was like, I can't believe I listened to this shit. There was a mass shooting in Aurora, Illinois this week. Wasn't it Aurora? You, I didn't even hear about this until you told Aurora, me. Aurora, Illinois. Yeah, he, uh, the shooter went to a manufacturing business and shot five people. Did he work there before? Because that's not normally where somebody would go do a shooting. He was finna be fired. Okay. That makes sense. But they don't know if he was they don't know if he knew he was gonna be fired. He must um, have after the, the termination f- meeting, he took out his pistol and began killing people. Oh, he probably knew it was a possible he went in there ready, like if these motherfuckers fire me, I'm going off. He gunned down the plant manager. Damn. A human resources manager. Damn. An intern on his first day and two other workers. Can you? Um, and I've been an intern twice. I. <laughs> that's a fucked up way for your first day. Hope you got go. yourself a job. I bet he was there the first day just like <laughs> Dan said, I got myself a job. And then they were pop, pop, pop. Then they looked around like, oh. <laughs> He was like, I'm finna quit this mother. I'm quitting today. I ain't coming back tomorrow. <laughs> and he didn't make it. Damn. He must have known. Because, like, okay, if if you have a job and they call you in for a meeting with the plant manager, human re- like, you probably getting fired. Like, he was prepared for the, and he probably had been doing some shit that he knew that's what was finna happen. I'm sure he knew he was finna get fired. Or it was at least a possibility. Because I guarantee you, if he had went in there and they were like, we're giving you a raise, the shoot wouldn't happen. He was the gentleman prepared. is black. No, oh, damn it. Yeah, I know, right? Like, that's why I was like, <laughs> every time it happened, I'd be like, oh, is it black? Is it? Oh, yeah, he's white. But then when they're black, I'd be like, no. <laughs> no, your son goes back. <laughs> damn it. But he was black and he got killed, which goes along with with the dialogue. If you're black and you're out here in the police address you, you're going to die. But you could do the same thing or, if not, kill more people. And the police officers will give you an opportunity to have justice from that. Because all dude that did the shooting in, was it, Cal- where was it? 
Nevada. Mm-hmm. He lived. They ain't kill him. They ain't kill nobody white. <laughs> After they did mass shootings, it was a dude that killed shot two police officers. Oh yeah. They got him. Just brought him on out. Like he was on the damn Price is Right. You know that music from the Price is Right. I do know. Oh, this has nothing to do with this story. But there's a video going around, and I need to show it to you. But I did not know Wayne Brady apparently does, like, let's make a deal now. Yes. Have you seen this video? No. So it's a it's a white man and a white woman he's talking to them he's like oh hello have you guys been a couple and the guy i have seen it the girl started immediately laughing and the guy's like six months and he was like oh that's that's a new relationship she was like we're just friends and uh (laughs) he was like can we not do this here and she was like i'm single like she just kept going boy you did this here You did this to yourself. You thought this was a golden opportunity for pressure to be up under her to say, yeah, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. No, that girl was like, I'm single, guys. I'm single. She was like, he's a nice guy. We're really, really good friends. And he just, his whole face, it's like his whole soul left his body. He was so embarrassed. How you even go on to do the game show after that? That's some embarrassing shit. This ain't the first time this done happened. This happened on national TV. I mean, maybe that play a role, but he got embarrassed. And now it's a meme. It's going. (laughs) So even if you didn't, I don't watch. Let's make a deal. But even and with me not even watching the show, I've seen it because it's it's just making the rounds. (laughs) Poor guy. Um. Yeah, I just. That shit was, and the girl wasn't even. Oh, let me not say that because I was gonna say she's not that cute, but let me not be that person. Let's talk about Jesse. Jesse smiling. <sighs> Damn it, Jesse. So apparently, what's coming out now about Jesse is that one, you know, he said it was two white guys wearing Make America Great hats. Uh, even though they had on ski masks and stuff, he could see their skin. But what has come out is that it was in fact two Nigerian men, <laughs> two black dudes, and Jesse wouldn't give them his phone for the long. And like he finally handed it over, but they're saying that it seemed like some stuff was deleted before he gave them his phone. And just all these inconsistencies in his story. And so now it's looking like Jesse made this shit up. Hmm. It is starting to look like he made this stuff up. And like one of the guys was his um, personal trainer. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Why would they do that? How many stupid people do it take to screw in a light bulb? If he offered them money, I mean... Maybe do they not understand that police actually know what they're doing? <laughs> they probably thought they weren't going to get caught. Why would they think that? <laughs> Why do anybody do these like these little shitty crimes that people do? And it's like, you knew you was going to get caught? I don't know. But he was able to talk them into doing this because one of them was his personal trainer. It's garbage. And so the fuck, here's what, this is the same issue that I had with women who claim rape 
when they know like that just lie about being raped it fucks it up for actual victims okay just to doing this fucks it up for people who are actually victims of uh, hate crimes because that shit still happens in 2019 so you know now everybody's gonna go to this shit and be like well justice my and i hate that i hate that that adds to this narrative of oh people lie about this stuff and it's why a lot of people don't come forward when they get raped is why a lot of people don't come forward when they're victims of hate crimes because people don't believe them and now justice is adding to this shit and so if this is in fact not true and he did make this shit up he just set back his his community but two community black and the lgbtq community and he fucked his career up behind this shit and they're saying it's because he about to be written off of empire which i didn't even know nobody was still watching empire like that so for it to matter like i feel like that's like getting upset about being written off of love and hip-hop it's like all right were you really upset about that though so if that was the case this was a very elaborate plan that backfired like a motherfucker because he ain't finna get no ain't nobody finna fuck with him now he just put a bullet in the head of his career. It's over. Comatose. You know what? They have catfishing. And they have blackfishing. Mm-hmm. But attack fishing, Jesse? <laughs> Come on, man. We don't got time for this in America, man. We got real issues and real problems. You can just walk around Chicago long enough and this will happen to you at some point. You ain't got to orchestrate this with your people and your friends. Come on. Or if you're going to do it, go to the dark web. Tell the people on the dark web, send two people to Subway <laughs> that I don't know, that don't know me, that don't know we have this conversation, and have them beat me up. I got my own noose ready. I got a hot sauce bottle with some bleach in it. I need y'all to attack me, and we need to go from there. And I need you to yell out, Trump is the best. Make America great again. Long live the West. Negroes all die. Like, we need you to say, like, he went literally went and got people he knows that I'm orchestrating attack on my shell. All right? Well, even the Trump. Want y'all to participate. The Trump shit is, is that also, for his supporters, now it's like, oh, everybody was all willing to believe that these were two Trump supporters and they had to make America great hats on. But now it comes to find out it's just the Democrats lying. <laughs> like, don't listen. It don't change that them dudes could be Trump supporters and had on make America great again hats. I mean, it don't change that they could be. It's less likely, though. <laughs> it's much less likely. Listen, I already had, I won't say I doubted him. But, like, this supposedly happened in Chicago, okay? And the rest of the shit, believable. The news part, I feel like that ain't no shit. That's some Southern shit. I feel like if somebody in Florida, if this happened to somebody in Florida and it was a noose, or if this happened to somebody uh, in Atlanta or Mississippi, I'd be like Tennessee even. All right, I can see that. Chicago and nooses, though? that already i was kind of like that's odd that that far up north they doing shit with nooses that's not really you know to make america grand hats absolutely the racial slurs possibly the homophobic absolutely but the news part kind of fucked with me because it was like that far north normally shit like that isn't what's gonna be 
what was going to occur. That's kind of like some southern shit. I feel like. So I already was kind of like, that's weird. They had a noose and shit, but I ain't. Um, but and, and you know the 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 horrible part is people who supported him was going in on anybody who was like, well, that don't sound right, or well, we need to wait. Like people was going in on his behalf for anybody who questioned his story, and now you didn't spit in all of them people's faces, basically, Jesse, with this bullshit ass. Oh God! And like, have you seen the two guys, the two black guys? Ain't nobody yeah. with no. You not gonna mistake them for no two little white boys with make America great hat on. Like, Mm-mm. ain't no mistaking them. They was two niggas, obviously. So like, it just ain't looking good for Jesse. I'm gonna say that, and fuck him for that because again, this just makes it harder for the people who are victims of hate crimes, whether they be race based or whether they be sexual orientation based or whatever. It just make it harder for them people because you out here lying because you don't want to get written off your fucking show. Bitch, bye. I hope they write you off faster if this shit is a hoax. <laughs> I hope they kill you abruptly and immediately. They probably will because like the, the ratings of the show, people going to be mad. The people that watch the show are gonna be angry if it does if this is him hoaxing folks and so they're gonna have to kill his ass off to save the show because i can't imagine that empire ratings are as high as they were in the beginning i honestly didn't even know the shit still came on i'm just gonna be honest <laughs> didn't know it was still a thing apparently it is though but yeah they gonna write his ass off they're not gonna fuck with- ain't nobody in hollywood finna fuck with him he did the exact opposite of what he was trying to accomplish for himself mm. It is what it is. So, damn it, Jesse. Hate his name, too. Usher and Rich the Kid were involved in a studio attack, robbed and pistol whipped. I'm going to assume that they was after Rich the Kid because I can't imagine nobody really, like, Usher would have had issues like this prior to. Like, I feel like the um, variable in this would be Rich the Kid. Although I honestly I have no idea who he is. Apparently a rapper, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know any of his music. Uh, Usher was in the studio but not hurt. Rich the Kid was also at the studio but wasn't hurt. However, his entourage members were badly hurt and one was reportedly pistol whipped. Reportedly, as many as ten shots rang out. So I'm going again. I feel like they was after Rich the Kid and not Usher, but he happened to be there. So. Mm-hmm. Wrong place, wrong time in this bitch. That's what happened to your ass. Uh, and then the only other thing that I had was that, again, Bill Cosby is a... Uh, Bill Cosby's spokesperson says that the comedian, re- comedian reportedly thinks that prison is an amazing experience. It's not. No. I wouldn't imagine that it would be an mm-hmm. amazing experience. I don't really know... Maybe Bill Cosby got hit in the head when he got there and he's mixed up all his words. Maybe amazing means horrible. <laughs> because even if, even if the prisoners aren't fucking with him because of, you know, the allegations against him, even if that's the case, it is still fucking prison. Like, even if he's not having to protect his ass every night, it's still prison. It's not pleasant. Okay. It's not. It is. This ain't ghost dad, boy. <laughs> this is real life. Like, I don't even understand that shit. Like, it's just crazy to me that he 
it's an amazing experience and then was it was it you that had to talk about him being a doctor and people going to him for ailments? Yeah, play, playing a doctor while he in there. <laughs> Man, playing doctor while he like like he twelve years old. Like what the fuck? It's just craziness. Uh, that whole thing with Bill Cosby is crazy, but not crazier than abducted in plain sight. Like now, that's my threshold for craziness. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm measuring everything by. And so now nothing is crazy to me because I watched that shit. Now I'm just like, eh. What well, am? <laughs> it's not abducted in plain sight, so you know. That's crazy. There's that. Um A tornado damaged the Watumpka Church returned casinos twenty five thousand dollar donation. What? Yeah. Let me tell you something about these southern fucking churches southern um, baptist geez, you really go i just do not understand why they are so against gambling because these are the same people who drink <laughs> and if your issue is that gambling it leads to people having gambling addiction you do know that alcohol leads to alcoholism in some people like anything that could potentially be a vice you should be against then if you gonna be this much your fucking church got destroyed bro and you tell you send back twenty five thousand dollars because you against gambling i that doesn't make any sense to me because again there are a lot of things that church members do that could be considered vices or if it gets out of control can become a vice like drinking so i just ain't never understood this whole issue they got with gambling i don't get it i don't give a fuck because there are more people who go gamble, have fun, and go to fuck home than there are people who develop an issue. Period. So, I just, that don't make no sense to me. It's stupid. You're just not going to have a church because you don't want to take the money from the casino? Right. I guess so. I guess so. I guess that's... I don't know. It's not that deep. It's never that deep. I don't understand. The domain. I, I, I've never understood. Because. If that's the case, you should just give away all your money. Yeah. Like, if money really holds <laughs> up no value in the situation, then give me all your money. You know, like, I don't understand. Like, we have societal norms that we have to meet. Mm-hmm. You know. And if you're willing to sacrifice that due to your faith and your religion. That's your prerogative. I actually applaud you because sometimes as much as I disagree with something, it is still admirable that you, you know. Believe that hard that you turn away $25,000. Yeah, you believe it, but, you know, I can say you're admirable for taking a turn away that money and stupid at the same time. <laughs> Both of them. I just don't get it. Like I said, that is a very Southern baptist southern religious thing alabama that's the reason why alabama will never had a lottery because of these church folks that have issues with it and it's just like don't fucking play the lottery then don't play it you know what i'm saying the same way don't drink people drink people drink in excess you can choose not to drink you can choose not to partake and just let other people do that it's the same thing with the lottery but we will never get the lottery because of that Ever. Ever. It'll never happen. Never. Maybe one day. I won't be allowed to see it. <laughs> I don't feel. Okay, well, never. 
<laughs> Never. I don't feel like I'll be here. It might happen, but I it won't be in my lifetime because I just feel like it ain't going to be enough of these like hardcore Bible thumpers die off before that happens. Yeah. It's, you know, there's still too many of them and they're going to keep voting no on the shit, so. Yep. Yeah. What else you got? That was all I had. That's all you got? Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I got, too. <laughs> you got anything else on your mind before we split up and part ways? Go watch Abducted in Plain Sight. No. Umbrella <laughs> Academy. She just gave you the highlight and low light of what Abducted in Plain Sight is. But you have to is. see it for yourself. You do not. <laughs> Why do you want to see real life trauma? This is why we watch movies so that we can get away from the bullshit that goes on in our regular life and we can pretend to be somebody different. <laughs> we can experience it from a different lens, a different perspective. You want to go home and watch bullshit that might be happening at the creepy old white man house down the street from you? <laughs> why? Why do you want to watch that? It don't make sense to me. Because it is unbelievable. It was unbelievable. That shit wouldn't happen in the black community. No, it wouldn't. I, it absolutely wouldn't. Like I said, it's not that we don't have pedophilia in our community. It's just it look different. And that kind of shit right there with strangers, it would never happen. I don't know if that's better or worse that it would probably be somebody within your own family as opposed to a stranger, but that's what it is. It wouldn't be no outside people. That's horrible. It is. Either way, it's terrible. But anyway, if you ain't got nothing else on your mind... Until we kind of next conversation. We out. Holla.